Well, first we're going to jump in and say we were with Coach Jack Baker. Oh, yeah. The second yeah. go around this time. But last week we <laughs> forgot go. to throw out that yeah. it was Cody with us. But uh, this week we'll throw out, uh, we got defense coordinator Coach Jack Baker here with us. Uh, on this one, like I said, we thought it was a good week to have him with his 100%. MacArthur ties and things. So <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that as we move forward. But uh, yeah, just talk a little bit, kind of recap Duncan, then we'll go through what players of the game and things like Honors that. Honors of the week. Honors of the week and all that kind of fun stuff. I hope y'all remember that. I, keep, I forget them after we get them. I think I remember some of them. But uh, <laughs> I got those. Uh, I got too many things swimming in my head. Um, anyways, no, Duncan was, uh, we did what we we're supposed to do, you know. Um, you know they're that they're struggling program. Coach Terry, you know Coach Terry's a really good coach over there. Um, we were a little sloppy at times, you know, and, and I, uh, he beat them. You know what was forty seven seven? Yeah, sloppy, but yeah. Yeah, it was sloppy at times. That you know tip my cap to him. That had one really good drive there yeah. on our ones and scored. But when you go back and you look at it, it was playing a little sloppy, uninspired at times in the first half and. Got in on them at halftime and just said, "Look, guys, it, it doesn't. We talk about this all the time. It doesn't matter. It's never about them. It's always about us." And and uh, we had some guys come out in the second half and, and really got after it defensively. That I was really proud of. So we had some, you know, we were a little worried about quarterback three and the other kid, but. At the end of the day, we, we handled it up pretty good, you know. Well, it's so. funny how far the programs come in two to three years, I guess you could say, when you can, you know, 47-7 and really not overly impressed. Or, you know, it's sloppy, but you, when you look up at the scoreboard, you're up by 40 and whatnot. I mean, that just goes to show kind of that it's a different standard now and, and kind of where the program is and, and where the expectations are for, yeah. for us and, like I said, those standards too. You know, there's days like that or, or games like that that you're not happy with. And right. It's good to have those games that you're not happy with and you're on the winning side of them instead of the games you're not happy with and you're on the losing side. Right. And so, uh, you know, uh, just went back and, and this week and tightened everything up. And I feel, you know, feel really good about where we're at and where we're headed, you know. So, you know, offensively, you know, got after it. Trace had some really nice balls. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, that, that, that ball to Mike was, was pretty sweet. And then, um, you know, Deep of course, the tray. Yeah, tray. Yeah. Yeah. you know, Matt Lyle just had, you know, Matt only had this many yards. Well, I mean, he only carried the ball. Six times or whatever it was, you know. But he still had what close to one fifty. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I said it at halftime. So, I was like, God, they kind of bottled, you know, Matt up. And halfway through the first half, I was like, Oh, they're kind of bottling him up. So that's opening up this, that, and the other. Yeah, yeah. Then I go to halftime. I go, Dave, David, what has he got? And he had, you know, five carries for seventy-five yards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay well, they really and a thirty from thirty. Yeah, you know, right. I was like, okay, well, whatever, maybe they didn't so. bottle him up that great. You know, but it just looked I mean, that way. It's just, and, and you know, that's funny. I talked to my wife about it. She goes, Yeah, well, Matt, you know, I said. I, not every time he touches the ball is he going to go 80 for a touchdown. I know we got spoiled watching that a little bit, right, but, right, you know, right. uh, I mean, every time he touches the ball, he's getting positive yards, and that's, you know, that's all you can ask for, in my opinion, from a tailback. Is right. Every time he touches it, go get no, no go negative, and he doesn't go negative. And sometimes you're going to have them two, three, four, five-yard runs, you know. And those will make a difference and win a ball game. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean yeah. that'll so, you know three, four down, three. So I can't four yard him runs him. is first down. Nor Ritson are very fun to tackle. So you know you know they, they go get after it. So yeah, offensively it was good. Trace I thought throw the ball well for the most part. Um, line you know again just another huge performance on our offensive line is is as good as as I've got to be around as a coach and and um, and then you know like I said defensively well, we were fine and just. 
a little sloppy for my field, you know. Uh, and that's what's funny, you know. Uh, we was at the JV game at Cash the other night, and uh, Coach Gibson's over there. He goes, "Were you mad at me after Cash game?" I'm like, no, I was just mad. <laughs> I, I get mad when, 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 when other people score. I don't care what the score is, you know. So, yeah, I feel that. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, just the way it is. So, so what was up? Uh, what do you think about uh, Kaysen getting that interception touchdown? Pick six, yeah. Defense, that was awesome. You know, um, Kaysen's got such a high such a high ceiling, um, especially defensively. You know, when, when it's all said and done with, I, I, he's going to. He's gonna outshine Big Brother a little bit defensively, anyways. <laughs> I think you know he. Yeah, of course, Ritson's golden too, and he's still learning. But um, I thought it was pretty, pretty awesome. Little brother came in and replaced Big Brother and uh, went pick six to the house. So you know that's what's funny is looking at it. We've we've scored defensively in six of our eight ball games this year. So in six to eight eight ball games, we've had a defensive score. That's you know that's that's pretty good. Yeah, know? that's about so, as good as it gets. Yeah, you know. Well, especially when it was one of the big things that was a key. Yeah. I mean, obviously, all, all, all season, I mean, y'all talked about getting more turnovers and things. And not only are you getting them, but now you're also yeah. scooping and scoring or pick six oh, in and things and like when, that. And when we went and looked, and we went and looked like stats, and like we went and looked like, all right, where do we need to improve in? And, and if you look stat-wise defensively a year ago, we were really, really good um, stat-wise defensively. Matter of fact, we're probably were better stat wise defensively last year than this year, um, but we're a better defense this year. Right? right when you look at it, and you look at where some of those stats come at and where they come from, right, um, and things like that. I mean, um, so we're, we're actually way better defense this year than we were a year ago. But uh, one of the big things that, that you're going to see a marked improvement in when we look at the end of season stats when it's all said and done with this takeaways and. And defensive points scored, you know. So well, and there's a stat out there, and I don't know the exact number, but I'm, my father-in-law used to talk about it all the time as a defense coordinator. It's like seven. It, it's somewhere in the seventies, I want to say, when defense scores a touchdown. Like it's like seventy percent of the time, if a defense scores a touchdown, the team's going to win. Um, and I, like I said, I don't know the. And you may know it. And this was ten years ago or yeah. so, but it, it was somewhere in the seventies where if a def- if the defense scores, and then it, then you run into the situation of defense and special teams, which we've been doing. So yeah. this year as well. I mean, that's points that you're not expecting. So, and then you got an offense as explosive as ours. I mean, that's why you, all of a sudden you're looking up and. Well, I don't know. Like, like, we looked at last night, like uh, at the Duncan game. Uh, uh, I think uh, the, uh, Duncan had the ball 33 minutes of the football game. Right. Well, so you would look at it and be like, oh, defense could get off the field. Well, that wasn't the case. Right. Defense, defense would get off the field and offense would score in one, two, three plays. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I know at one point in time, probably after that, maybe the second or the third touchdown, I just clicked over to the offense and, and said, man, you, you know, y'all can burn a little bit of this clock. <laughs> oh, so you want to stop scoring? No, I didn't say that. I, just yeah. I don't click over to the offense side very much, but I did do that. You know, it was fun times. Um, but you know, and that's the thing. And you look at some of our games, and it's—I mean—the explosiveness of, of our offense. You know, we're going to play a little more defensive, right. times, and that's okay. And and that, and that's fine. We're going to take points where we get them. It's right. just like uh, you El know, Reno. The, we had yeah, thirteen you know, plays yeah. in the first half, and we were up twenty-eight fourteen. Yeah. Right. You know, and. You know, Coach Castro's not going to complain if we score on defense and no. they don't get to have the ball. <laughs> and we're not going to complain when they score on offense in one, two plays. Right. Know? So, uh, you know, points on points are points. And so. To hold on the thing, if it's a one, if it's a one play drive and it's an interception. Yeah. But, you know, it just, uh, it, it makes me proud of our guys defensively because, you know, we're on the field for 33 minutes and, and you go look and, 
Uh, I forgot what the exact what stats were, but they were under 200 yards for the entire game. Yeah. So, um, I mean, when you go and you hold people under 200 total yards, and, and we've done that a lot, and, um, you know, you hold people under 100 yards rushing, you hold people under, you know, 200 yards passing, 150 yards passing. I mean, there's been um, games that way this year. I was like, I leave. They didn't move the ball at all. Right. You know, so. Um, so proud of our guys and they're, they're able to go out there and get after it. And, and then, you know, offensively, you know, that's a time. Look guys, we go get the ball back to our offense. They're going to go score. Yeah. Yeah. I truly feel like that, you know, that, that it's going to happen. It's just, a, you know, sometimes maybe it's a matter of when is it going to bust, but at some point in time, it's, it's going to bust. We have some really good kids out there. They're going to go make some plays. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, defense did really good. Colin had a big lick there. Yeah, uh, very big. Jack lick. had a sack, right? Yeah, Jack had a sack. Shea had, Shea a, had sack. a sack. Yeah, Shea, Shea had a heck of a sack. Getting yeah, held, got all on yeah. his back, and, and still was actually, able to trip him up. I actually able to get the foot and, and uh, get the penalty. I was like, oh, we finally got a holding call, but we're going to decline it. So right. you know, uh, <laughs> Ritz had almost had the safety at yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ritz, Ritz has got the guy wrapped up in the uh, in the end zone, yeah. and he just flings it out. That's why I hate that new rule. That new rule now, you know, they can just fling it and get rid of it. Yeah. You know, there's no intentional grounding on it. So, um, what is it in high school? Do they have to get it close? To, do they have to get it past the line, pass the, pass the line of scrimmage? Okay. So, I didn't know if there was a little bit yeah, of a difference just, there. Just, just pass the line of scrimmage, and, and it's, it's not intentional. And so, that, you know, that rule, I don't like it. It is what it is. But, um, but you know, I think most people know that we're going we're going to spin around a little bit. We're going to go get pressure on quarterbacks, and we're going to have to do something with the ball in a hurry. And so, uh, you know, that's always good to see. Yeah, uh, Rissa almost had him one there. Uh, Jack had a sack. Shea had a sack. Uh, we had several. Mike hurt. had an interception. Yeah, Mike had a great interception on the, on the ground, but <laughs> just off of, off of pressure. You right. know, um, and that's the thing. You looked at our pressures. I think we had. Uh, uh, I think we had like 20, 25 credits of pressures, you know, throughout our team. I think Jack had like six pressures, uh, you know, and that, that's become a, a bigger stat now with, with that new rule is, is get pressure, making quarterbacks uncomfortable. And right. Make them make the perfect throw. And, well, it's, and it's the same thing on the, on the on, when they run the ball. I mean, yeah, yeah, you think about pressure, you think about most of the time you think about a quarterback dropping back. But, I mean, Jack is able to get back there so fast sometimes that, I mean, it messes up the run game because of the timing and and everything else like that. Oh. So, I mean, the pressures don't – it doesn't just always say, okay, sacks and this, that, and yeah. the other. I mean, best getting back there as quick as Shay and yeah. him do sometimes, I mean, it messes up the run game too because – like I said, the whole timing of the play is thrown off. Well, a lot of times we're stunned too. And we're blitzing and bringing stunts and we're, we're bringing stuff to stop the run. Yeah. Um, I think at the high school level, especially, I spend, you know, and I coach defensive line and we, we work some pass rush, but we spend the majority of our time working on defeating, you know, um, defeating blocks that, that, you know, put ourselves in position to stop the run. Yeah. Because I don't even care, like, you go play a Noble. I mean, we knew Noble was, was super pass heavy and stuff. And we probably worked a little more pass rush that week than we normally do but at the same time still we're you know my my deal it don't matter if a team that throws it 80 percent of the time can still run the football on you then it doesn't matter anyway right. and so we won't try to make you one-dimensional and you know I'm, I'm from that old school line of thinking you 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 throw that football 
you know, three things are going to happen, and two of them ain't good. Two of them ain't good for the offense, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, you know. well, it's demoralizing for a defense too when you when a team's just running. Off. Oh yeah, yeah. For it's sure, one thing you when know. you're getting beat deep and things like that. I mean, that's not fun. But when when you when mm-hmm. another team just lines up and just demoralizes and just beats you down running the ball, yeah. I mean that as a defensive that just kind of like I said just mm-hmm. kind of kills you. Yeah, and so you know. And so it's you know same concepts, same thing we're looking at this week. You know we don't go stop the run. You know you got two, um, we got two really good backs, three really good backs. If, if the booth kid's back, he'll get back there and he's fast. Um, you know Jeremy Hudson is is good run, hard running power back, and then Marquise Harris. You know um, he's a he's a shifty guy too. So same thing we got to stop the run. You know and, and force him into throwing the ball and. And they looked really good uh, last week against El Reno yeah. throwing the ball. And yeah. so, you know, we're going to have to rely on those guys in the back end, rely on those guys up front to put pressure on quarterback and see what happens. Let's go ahead and get into the Week 8 honors. Okay. And this jumping off with Captain Trayvon Crabtree. Yeah, Trayvon. Uh, Trey has just had an amazing year, really. Yeah. Um, he's, he's doing a, a lot of things right. And so that, that just kind of leads into him, uh, be, you know, getting that honor as a captain. Saying the right things, doing the right things, being in the right places, and you know, and that's that's the big thing. When they ask me, and you know, you know, we kind of all vote on that deal, and I'm looking for guys. And what what are the guys that have done the right things? You know, because that's what we want to stand on, and then then you know, that's the guys that I want to push out there. So yeah, yeah. Trade, trade heck of a football player, fast, yes, yeah, deceptively fast, you know, because he's a, a big old cut up thick kid, boy, but he can he can roll, you know. Well, and you see it too, like I said, in that one. So obviously, you see the speed on the deep post that mm-hmm. you know nobody's around him in that one. But then you do kind of little pop passes with mm-hmm. him, and he uses his. I mean, he was a running back, and you know, a little yeah. in, when he first got here as a freshman and things. And then you don't you don't realize because, like I said, this year a lot of times you see him running down the field wide open. Yeah. Um, but then when he gets those little pop passes, you don't realize, like you said, how strong yeah, and how tough he is as a runner. Kind of because he's looking most of the time on those pop passes. A lot of kids are going straight to the sideline, yeah. force dumping it, and just oh. kind of taking it left. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's he's more he's more you know because he's got that natural vision as a running back, and he's looking to cut it up. And then once he cuts it up. He's breaking tackles and doing some things yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, and I, we talk about it all the time. I mean, probably one of the most improved, if not the most improved, kid from yeah. one year to the next. Yeah. Um, so. so it's glad that that he get that he's doing so good at, at that. But I mean, also obviously he's doing handling things off the field and kind of impressing oh, yeah. the coaches yeah. with everything. Yeah. And that, that he named the captain. Yeah, and that's you know, like I said, when I asked me to vote, that's the guys I'm looking for. Guys doing the right thing on the field. Guys doing the right thing off the field. Guys that are saying the right things. Guys that are leading the right way. Um, you know, to, to the culture that we're that we've established here, I, I'm gonna say that we're trying to establish because you know those guys did a long time of establishing, and I got to get here last year, and we I think the culture has been established, and so it's the guys living up to the culture, guys living up to the standard of what we're looking for, and he's he's been doing that he's had a tremendous year. Practice player of the week, Gage Elam. Uh, oh, Gator. When it's practice players, I'm like, who are the guys that made us better? Well, you made us better, but. I'm not having to go find guys for scout team. You know, and Gator was that guy, you know, and, and uh, you know, we have some guys like that. Jake Deal, Zayden, you know, Zayden Roberts, these are all guys that have been practice players of the week before. And, and so we came up, I said, well, here's what I know. Gator ran out there every time when he scout defense and lined up and gave us a look, and he goes hard. And he, and he explain that hard. Explain that to, to, to some of our listeners that don't understand practice and some of that stuff when you talk about going to find scout team players and things like that. I mean, yeah, you know, like, you know, we're trying to get the best uh, – uh, 11 guys out there 
that can that can play in their role uh, and, and and give us a, as good of a look as as possible to prepare for the week all right so our offense running against um, our scout team who's running defenses and, and blitzes and coverages and stuff that, that the other team runs and so you know you, you need guys so it's not just a body that's a good athlete to go out there you got to kind of be smart because I'm back there yelling different things right and coach Castro does a great job of, of trying to put things that he needs to look at in our terms so it's easier for our guys um, but uh, you know there's times I'm like hey you know I need a mic uh, to go to the big gap here and the safety to come off the edge here you know and, and having to say some different things and and um, but so you need guys that not only that get after it, but guys that, that listen, yeah. yeah, you know, not, not hanging out and doing all kind of crazy. So the black flag bear and the rough rider week are both Jace Williams. So Jace yeah. Williams, I talked to Coach Castro today. His O line rating was ninety nine. Mm, wow. He said that's the first time he's seen that in his eleven years of coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty tough right there. So yeah, offensive line wise, grading. You know, I've coached offensive line for a couple of years. I'll never do it again. I'm done calling. <laughs> like if, if Adam leaves, that that they better find somebody else because I'll leave too if they try to make me do it. Uh, coaching offensive line is the worst. Like, like you, have, uh, you have to love it and eat it, breathe it. I I just assume. You know, be punched in the face over and over again, and then do that. Like I think, if I die and end up in hell, that that's what's going to happen. I'm going to go down there and be an offensive line coach. Um, and so that just tells you how good Adam does. Like I think you got to have a screw loose coach offensive line, but um, to, to grade 99 is incredible. Yeah, you know, to, at any position, like, but an offensive line. I've had sure. like kids grade 70 and 75, and go, they had a great game, right? You know, and so to him to grade that high is special. Um, and then as far as carrying a black flag, you know, you just like people just see that and it's kind of a, you know, a symbol and that's what they call our defense, the black flag, you know, on that staff is AKA, which means something to our program. And that, that, that flag is, is a, a symbol of, of our defensive philosophy and our de- defensive mindset. And, and that deal just a, a no quarter and it, it just doesn't matter you know last year i was big on like let's guys let's score zero zero no matter yeah. how far ahead we were how below we were and so that really means something so to carry that flag to me and I, you know you'll have to ask the kids how big of an honor they feel i think they feel it is because oh, yeah. they know what it represents and you know that's you know like it's what is the guy that i know that that you had to kill to beat you know, and it's not always the big hit. You know, a lot of guys do stuff where they give out an award for the big hit. It's not always the big hit. And it's not always the, the guy that's the defensive player of the game. It's a, the guy that represents that. And Jason on defense is just so unselfish. And he's got to be unselfish at the position. Yeah. Uh, he's he's so unselfish at nose guard. He, he made quite a few plays last year at nose guard. And now this year, you know, people look at him like, we got to double him. We got, I mean, he's been double tripled. He's been high load, which is illegal, which is a legal cut block. Uh, he's had it all thrown at him and he just, man, he just mauls up that middle, um, and, and does some really good things, you know? And so it was time for him to carry it because he's just been so steady all year long. He doesn't get the eye popping stats defensively that a Jack Angeli or even a Shea Spencer right. uh, gets. But, man, he just 
But by doing his job, he allows oh, he, those guys to be single single teamed on the outside yeah, and then yeah. allows Ritson and Colin to kind of run free. You know, I, I just don't know how you do it because you look you got five <laughs> offensive linemen to block five guys in the box. And so and the five if, if you take the inverts out. And so now it's like, all right, do you single block Jack? That's dangerous. Do you single block Shay? That's dangerous. Do you single block Jace? That's dangerous. And so if you don't single block any three of those, now who's getting off? Now you're having to work combos and get off of those down guys onto the linebackers. Well, I mean, I think we've got two pretty, good, two inside, pretty, pretty yeah. good inside linebackers. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we're just – we free them up for just a split second. They're going to be in position to make plays. Right. You know? And so that's why Jace got it. And he's very deserving. And he said, like, he's such a nice and goofy kid off the field. <laughs> and I love him to death. Like, he's best friends with, with my youngest son. And, you know, and I always joke that they're about on that same level with each other. <laughs> but but – but man, he is such a competitor on, on the field. Like there's a, a switch that flips, yeah. and I love it. He reminds me a little bit of me. He's way better player than I was, but he reminds me a little bit of me of that 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 switch flip. Yeah, he, he, he is such a Clark Kent nasty, yeah, just such a nasty, on. dirty, just get in there and, and mix it up type of guy, man. And off the field, he's just happy, good, lucky, good kid, you know. But so he he represents a lot of that on the black flag that you know uh, it was time for him to carry it. Well, I think it, I think it's a cool. Deal. I mean, last year we talked a little about it, and and like, but this year having the the flag and that person leading the team out of the the tunnel or or the smoke or you know whatever we got. I mean, that's a pretty cool deal. You know where it came from, right? So here, here's here's where it came from, and so I uh, I talk uh, to the defense. After we go through defensive individual and before we go into offense pregame. Okay. And so uh, we were going to cash. And again, this is, you know, we play playing Darko and, and, and get and had to come back and beat them. And I still don't know what kind of team we had. Nobody does. Nobody does, really. right. And, and, uh, we're, been, we're, and we're talking about last year. And we're getting, yeah, yeah, we're talking about last year. And we're getting ready to play cash. And, you know, here's the one thing I know. Like, you don't want to get fired beat your rivals. You know, like – and so that was around the time all that stuff was going on when Mike Leach died and all that yeah. stuff. And I'm a big Mike Leach fan and got into looking at that. And then I got to looking into East Central. So my pregame speech that, you know, was talking about, you know, the, the semblance of, of, of the flag and flying your colors and the no quarter and stuff in the Pirates back in the old days. <laughs> And just it just resonated with our kids, and I was like, ah, "This is this is our the, the field is our sea," and you know, it's something goofy. I, I come up with some of the goofiest stuff, but anyways, <laughs> man, it really resonated with the kids, and I was like, "Man, that's it. That's yeah. that's you know, that's that's it, man." And they played lights out, and we got the first shutout uh, uh, of my time being back at Elgin. Probably of my time at Elgin. I don't know. We shut out anybody my time before, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, and we got that shutout at Cash. It was huge, and and that was when things started to snowball. Um, and our kids like, oh, you know, and everybody's like, oh, well, now I'm figuring out what kind of team we got, you know. And so that's kind of stuck, and that's where it came from. And well, you know, it means a lot to the kids too, because like a lot of their pictures this off season, things like that, were related to it. They, you know, they 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 had the black flag like hanging over them and things. So I mean, it it's not that it's just a Stick or whatever else. I mean, it 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 means something to them, and carrying. And you can tell whoever is doing it that week when they start twisting that flag. Some do that better than others. Yes, yeah, some do. <laughs> but when they start twisting that flag, you can see that, yeah. like, and I mean, it's got to be a cool feeling because I mean, they're they're leading the whole team out into that for you know and that's, out of that tunnel. And that's what I love about Coach Wyatt. And and when I talk, when I told him, I mean, this is what I want to do. 
You know, I bought three different flags. You know, I ordered them on Amazon. And I'm like, I don't like this one, and I don't like that one. And so I'm like, got it. But, you know, it's so Coach White. And I said, man, this is what I want to do. And Coach White's like, cool. I'm in. You know, and, and, and it's really special. And it's really just kind of morphed it. And you look at just, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, we talk about it being defensively, you know, offensive rough riders and you right. know, all that stuff. But, man, it's really just the group of kids we have. I, you know, I really think, you know, unless something drastically weird happens, you know, I mean, they will they will give everything they have. And it goes back to, like, the Guthrie loss last year in the playoffs, man. Guthrie was a, you know, it's hard to say. Guthrie was a better team than us last yeah. year. But, man, our kids fought. And, yeah. And they scrapped. And, and they did, you know, they, they were learning how to win last year. And, and uh, it just kind of goes to – it just all ties together. I'm pretty happy how it comes out. You know, a lot of people well, might you, think it's silly or, you know, stick. But, man, it, it means something for sure. Well, and you, like I said, you can see that it means something to the kids, not only just, you know – to us and, and the parents and things like that. I mean, it means it truly does mean something and to it, kids, and they and they've rallied around it and they love it. And so. that's a big deal too. The AKAs on that staff, like, listen, that staff. Like, first off, I got to tell you, I found that staff in Coach Castro's backyard. It was just a beaten up weather stick. It looked like he had a tomb of Jesus decoration out on the side <laughs> of his house. And I saw it. And I took this stick. I said, Adam, I'm gonna steal this stick. And he goes. Okay, like it's a stick, you know, it's all weathered and cracked, and and um, you know, and uh, we got it to AJ McGovern, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, man, he fixed it up and he put AKA on that on on that stat on that stick, you know, and we made a flagpole out of it, and it's just an old beat up, looks like it's been through the war stick, and that's you know part of the semblance, and, right? And AKA, and and when we're talking about stuff meaning something, you know, that's that's kind of that that football motto. AKA and everybody wants to know what it means. I got 50 shirts that say AKA on it. Um, and you got to know, man, you got to be a part of it to know. But uh, I remember coming back and, and uh, Bailey Blue is, uh, I'm walking out and I got an AKA t shirt on. God, I'll wear shorts and t shirt pregame. Yeah. And um, I'm walking back in and I got that shirt on. And, and uh, Bailey's like, that on your chest means something. And you need to remember that. And you know, so we had to add that into it, and, and it's just, man, it's it's a cool deal, I think. So. Yeah. Sharpen your axe award. Man. Uh, Dylan Brown. Yes, Dylan what Brown. A great, what a great week for you. Uh, and that, like, I went into the office, like, a lot of times on awards, I'm like, oh, this is who I think, but I'm cool with wh- whoever, what everybody thinks, because I promise you, my, mind is, my mind is already on to something else. My mind's already on to the next week by the time we talk about well, this. This one, you're banging the table. My, this one, <laughs> I was in, like, here's my deal. Dylan Brown, because he is everything that that award represents yeah. and everything that that whole motto represents. Dylan Brown has sharpened his axe. He's a senior outside linebacker. He's a good little player. But he was start for most of yeah, the people. He would start for a lot of other yeah. people, and he just happens to sit behind Peyton Christian, who's a tremendous, a tremendous player. And so we held Peyton out last week, and Dylan Brown has has run down on kickoff. He's done everything we've ever asked him to do, and we're like, all right, man, uh, you are up. And he went and played and had a tremendous yeah. game. I was so proud of uh, uh, DV and, and the game that he had. And I said, look, he is everything this award represents. I don't know how we give it to anybody else. Yeah. I mean, he has stayed in the fight. He's learned. He knows everything. You know, like he's not one of those backups that doesn't pay attention. He knows how to line up. He knows how to run stunts. He knows how to drop into coverage. 
He knows all those things. And so uh, he went out and I was a little nervous on, on, on the quarterback pulling it out the back door on us with, with him just because he, he didn't had, have the reps. hadn't repped it yeah. live. And, man, he did just a tremendous job all night with it and, and uh, was where he was supposed to be. He made some great tackles, had a – had a PVU, had a pass breakup on, on yeah. the drop under the zone, and um, it was a tremendous game. And so I was like, man, it, we got to give it to Dylan Brown. So I fought a little hard with that one. I had to fight real hard because everybody was in agreement yeah. with it, you know. So, well, no, I mean, he stepped in and didn't miss a beat. I mean, no. Peyton's great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he, he jumped in there and, and it didn't really miss a beat and, and didn't even really notice. I mean, that, that's the one thing that you want to see when you have a backup playing mm-hmm. is you don't notice him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if you notice them, then something's wrong. You usually not notice them for the good thing, right? right. Yeah. Um, but you did notice, like I said, he made some great plays throughout the night. Like I said, the pass breakup, and he was kind of in there a lot of times with Jack on certain plays and things, and mm-hmm. was causing some havoc in the backfield. But like I said, the best part about it is, like I said, never, like I said, nobody would have known that he was, you know, no. a backup or things like it, that. It, it but I mean, in. it also goes to show, like you said, the preparation that he put in, that he's been putting in all year. Yes. Because you can't just step in. You can't learn that. You can't learn that position in a week. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, one of no, the, uh, that's one of your toughest no, positions. Yeah, yeah, defense. yeah. That, that, that weak invert spot yeah. is, is um, it's a lot of responsibility. It's probably there. one of the most important, you know, positions on, on the field for us. And so, um, yeah, it's not something you just, like, he – didn't just like, all right, we can just take this guy and put him there and right. say, hey, this is what you're going to play. This is how you do it. Uh, so I was super proud of Dylan. And very deserving of that award. Glad he got recognized for it, man. And I hope he took a lot of pride in that because because he should. Because he yeah. did such a great job. So, What about Peyton? And Peyton dressing as a coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about that? What about that? What about that? What, what about the impact he has, though? Getting everybody fired up, you know what I mean? Peyton Christensen is just one. Oh, God, you love him to death, man. And he's such a freaky player. At times, you like you don't notice him. And then you go back and you put on the film, and you're like, holy shit, that's a hell of a play. Right. You know? And so, uh, Peyton's just great. Not the fastest, um, not the strongest, but no, one of those kids that you need to no, win. He, and he's squirrely, <laughs> you know, he, he's so squirrely. But, yeah. you know, I coached his brother, Johnny. Uh, I coached his other brother. You know, I've, I coached all of them. So, I'm glad I got a chance to come back and coach him. Uh, you know, he's been a wild child that you've just seen grow up. And, and I think he's he's on his way to being a great, a great human being, a great young man. You know, I'm, I'm super proud of him. Uh, he came in. He told me the other day. And he finally brought it in today. He, uh, and I, I think it was his grandma. He says grandma was at the store and, uh, after they did the article in the paper on him. And he thought they were talking about Jack Angeli and Joe Gilman was talking about me. And uh, <laughs> he brought me a name tag, a name plate, like you said on your desk, you know. Uh, and it's chaos coordinator. That's the most <laughs> awesome it's chaos coordinator. So if you come in there now, yeah. they're on the shelf there in front of my desk. This is chaos coordinator. I'm mean, that is just that's just perfect, man. So, but all good teams needs need a yeah. Peyton yeah. Christensen type yeah. to to kind of oh, keep yeah. things. He d- dressed up, looked like Coach Wyatt, <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> stomped around out there, you know, and and. And on the real, though, you talk about him dressing like a coach, man. He was such a great coach for Dylan Brown. He was talking to Dylan Brown coming off the field all the time. And That's he awesome. was engaged and, and talking and, and doing what he needed to do to still contribute to the team, even though we were holding him out. And he did such a great job contributing to the team. And so I'm pretty proud of him on the way he handled that whole deal either because he was like, oh, I'm playing. Uh, we're going to hold you for next week. So so he's back. Is, oh. is he back this week? Okay. Yeah. Just just, yeah. Fair, just kind of making sure. That, that was just a, a precaution. Deal. Yeah, and 
Um, it was one of those deals where I'm like, ah, we, we're But it's got to make you feel better now, though, too. Now that Dylan does have some of those reps that, you know, if if Peyton gets or, or whatever, I mean, you know you've got to start well, back yeah, there. I mean, you kind of already did. Yeah, but I, mean, I already knew that would, what would be be. Uh, it doesn't worry me about throwing him in, um, you know, and, you know, that's that's just kind of he's the next guy in at that position on either side. So, But to piggyback a little bit off of that, I mean, now that because of some of the scores and things like that, you've gotten to look at some kids in some – against some one, you know, a lot of your backups have played a lot of minutes against one. So, I mean, yeah. that bodes well if kind of any – And they're so learning to play too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like Casey because I, six and uh, I don't stuff. Because I'm in their butts right. regardless because there's a standard that we play with defensively. And so, like – you know, I've called timeouts yeah. and chewed them out. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't care that they're going against ones. That's why. I, you know, but if your motto is going to be no quarter and some yeah, of that type of stuff, exactly, and you live know, up to it, and I've been extremely proud of them. And, and there's never been a point where I like they didn't play hard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It's just you know, some t- like I'll, 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 I will do it, and I, I bet you there's parents in the stands that think I'm the biggest jerk in the world. Like, <laughs> don't trail by fifty. It's the backups playing the ones, and you're yelling at me. Yeah, because but you're yelling at them for next year. There's our future, you know. Yeah, and, you know, and I got some guys that I like on that uh, to come in with that group. Kobe Morton does a tremendous yeah. job of leading that those that group of kids. Yep. Uh, man, Braxton <laughs> Tuna. Braxton yeah. Tuna is going to be that next. That next one at that that spot, yeah, that spot that's really important. That's when Braxton Antonio he made some some plays Friday night at Dunn, and I was like, Ooh. yeah, like some plays where I put him in a bad position to what the offensive call was, and he he made you know he saved me, you know, and that's that's the big thing. You look at those ones I talk to all the time, like. Guys, I'm gonna make bad calls. I'm gonna make yeah. bad calls, and you are gonna have to make me right by your play. And our kids do such a great job of that. You know, you talk about Colin Donnelly and Jack Hensley and Paul uh, Shakespeare. Uh, man, if what you has don't, he meant to your defense this year? Because, like I said, last year he was kind of a spot he is, guy. Uh, yeah, he was a spot guy. Can we go ahead and add? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Defense player of the week. Defense. Shea, yes, Shea, 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 Shea. Yeah. Okay. Shay has grown so tremendously. And what is crazy about it is there's so much more there to grow yeah. with him. He's one of those that come in and have, like, yeah, guys, it's fine, but we're a little lackadaisical. We're a little sloppy. And Shay comes out and just <laughs> dominates the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And, and um, not that he wasn't dominating before, but just like, He's like, oh, all right, coach, you're going to jump in my tail a little bit at halftime? All right, here you go. Here's what I can do. And, uh, um, golly, if he was playing like this a year ago, I mean, that defense is even better. Plus, last year he was kind of a spot guy he was, for Jays. He was, he was a spot guy. And I'll go back to this. It's the things that he did to prepare him for this himself for this season. And it goes back to his decision, I believe, and some people may disagree with me, but I believe it goes back to his decision to wrestle and to come out and wrestle becomes a state qualifier. He goes to the state tournament and wins a match. And it goes back to that decision, uh, that m- mental capacity and that mental toughness of that I can do whatever needs to be done for me. And he has done that. And then the work that he put in in the offseason and the way he's pushed himself. Like, And what's crazy is he's really – I don't even know if he knows this is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, like 
But he ought to have an offer at the end of this season from every every state college in the state. And yeah. We're talking about Southwestern, East Central, and all those. He put out a highlight film on Twitter the other day. I shared it, and he put out a highlight tweet. I freaking texted him, Mike, texted him, uh, Coach Castro, and Coach Wyatt, and we kind of had a little coordinator's chat group. I was like, you see Shay's film? It's like crazy. He's a freak of an athlete for yeah for his like, size. Like there's a play in there that's wild that like outside of being a D line coach that you, that you maybe not see how good of a play that was. But he gets high load, so he's got a, that means he's got cut block coming yeah. on him and someone else engaging him, which is illegal. Right. Uh, and he plays off both of those. Plays off the cut, defeats the, the high block. And makes a play in the backfield for a tackle for a loss against Ardmore. And I'm like, that's the most tremendous defensive line play I think I might have ever coached. Right. You know, as seen as a coach. And so, he don't know that. He probably doesn't even know that. I hope he don't listen to the podcast. But, he uh, does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but what's, what's crazy with him is he is just now learning how to work. Right. How to really work. And how, he's so smart. First off, he's smart. He's so smart. And I think he gets bored at practice. And he's starting to, and I think that's probably always been his deal. And uh, because he knows every stunt, he probably knows he knows how to run every stunt from the strong end. He knows how to run every stunt from the weak end. He, he probably knows where the linebackers go. Uh, and it's the same offensively, you know. Right. Uh, he's a super smart player. Uh, that, but as his work ethic continues to grow and as he continues to push himself in those areas, I mean, like I'm telling you, he. He can play. And, uh, well, and we go back. I mean, I know it's a couple weeks ago, and it wasn't in this game. But, I mean, the interception touchdown. Oh. The wherewithal to, A, first of all, read it to screen. Yeah. To to not just continue to run yeah. at the quarterback. I mean, that shows smart. Yeah. And then to stop and, you know, stop on a dime and jump up in the air as a defensive lineman isn't necessarily the easiest thing to do. Yeah. And then the – Strength and wherewithal, and I don't give a damn. I'm scoring yeah. here too. Um, I mean, just a great, like I said. I mean, that just showed kind of, yeah, and encapsulated everything that that he is, yeah, like smarts, athletic ability, and then the want to to get it in there. And I yeah. mean, and then he did have another one too. I think this game they showed a clip or something. He was about two feet off the ground trying to block something. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's he's super <laughs> athletic for a big guy, yeah. you know. Uh, Super athletic. He's he's quick. Uh, he's kind of deceptively fast. Uh, when you see that a ton on the offensive side, I know he was defensive player of the week. But now that we've moved him out to tackle, like oh. said, last year being at center, he kind of got held in and and was you know kind of just down in the trenches. Yeah. But now that we moved out to tackle and he's able to get out in front on some of those counters and some of those plays and be able to yeah. pull. I mean, you see how fast and how athletic he is. You look up and he's. Five yards in front of Matt, you know, and running right with them. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's, I mean, that just goes to show, like I said, his athletic and, ability and, and everything and else. And he's playing with a tremendous amount of confidence right now, which, which is, which, which I would think golden. everybody in the team is. Yeah. You know, which, which is golden for him. And, and, uh, man, I just, I can't wait to see, you know, with him as far as how it all ends up by the time he graduates. You know, he's just, yeah. a, you know, he's just, just a junior. junior. So if he has another yeah. offseason like he did oh, and puts in that much just, work again in the weight room, I mean, you can probably put it on you another know, 15, 20 pounds before next year. You know, and that's what we talk about. We talk about with those really high-caliber athletes that don't we, get complacent. Uh, don't get complacent with Shea yeah. Spencer, Ritz and Meyer. There's, don't get you can, complacent. You can always get better. Yeah. And so don't, you know, what I always say is don't be satisfied with being the best at Elgin. Go try yeah. to be the best in the district. Then try to go be the best in the state. You know, don't don't get complacent. And, and he hasn't so far. But it's amazing to look at him and go, 
he may not be the best defensive lineman that we have. He may be the best de- player we got on defense right now. Yeah, the way he's you playing. Go, you know the way he's playing, and, and you go look at that, and it's like – got some pretty darn good ones. And when you practice them <laughs> every day, and you go, like, there's so much more growth left out there for yeah. him. It's, you know, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. So. Well, and then the fun thing, too, to watch him is, I mean, he is having fun doing it. Oh, yeah. He's I mean, all the kids are having fun. Don't get me wrong, because we're eight now and whatever yeah. else. But, I mean, specifically with him, you look at out there. I mean, and it's never a situation where he's necessarily showboating or, or doing yeah. it to the opponent. But he's looking at our sideline, you know, doing a little dance, doing a little something, you know, just yeah. kind of, you know, motivating and, oh, and yeah. doing whatever. So, that's he's, awesome to see, too. He's a character. Let's jump into the special teams player of the week, Jake Deal. Jake Deal, uh, freshman. Um, he's just a human car crash. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he really is, and, and uh, you know Jake's done a tremendous job. And, and, uh, and boy, he runs down there and he throws his body into it. And, and I think he's going to be a really, really good fo- football player in the future for us. And uh, um, he runs down on kickoff, goes gets after it. You know, he, he's going to. He's going to throw his body in there to try to get a tackle on. So, um, it was a tremendous job by him. I was pretty proud of him. Offense, Michael Adesola. Man, <laughs> Mike had a really, really good game offensively. He had a, had a pass negated that was a great catch. That was a great catch, yeah. Uh, he had the one drop in the bucket. It was great throw, great catch by Trace. I was really pumped about seeing him. And, you know, this come from defensive standpoint was, man, his under routes uh, last week were really, really good. He cut some, some drive routes and yeah. some, uh, some drags and stuff, uh, just finding some different ways to get him the ball in his hands. And, and uh, you know, again, he was another guy that probably could have been sharper than your ax player of the week, too, you know, because uh, he did it on defense, too. Mike's just one of those guys. He's so golden. His blocking on the edge at yeah. receiver's great. Yeah. The bl- he just does all the little things right. And, Man, such a great kid. Like, I love Mike. Um, uh, all that assaults, coach, all three of them. I think that little one's going to be, he might be better than both of those other ones. <laughs> no, I got my eye on okay. I got, I'm working on them. Um, <laughs> but no, Mike's a great choice. I'm glad, glad he got received that honor. You know, we get an OSN player of the week too, just because, yeah. like I said, he did it on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He got, he got our, he yeah. got the vote up there in the booth from us too. But and I, just people don't understand. And you kind of touched on it there. So his blocking as a receiver mm-hmm. on the outside is the reason Brody catches a two-yard pass and goes 60 and Trayvon does those speed sweeps mm-hmm. and things like that. And and Matt and Ritson have those long runs. You just you don't see it a lot of times because you're watching the ball with, mm-hmm. with, with Matt and Ritson and, and whoever's got the ball in their hands. But his blocking on the outside is – Phenomenal, um, and that's a testament to the type of kid he is. Because mm-hmm. um, there's not many receivers out there that you know they one Man. push. Well, you know, you know, receiver one yeah. push, and that's all I'm doing. And, and I the thing about Mike is, I, but he's driving him into the stands because he probably is taking notes from Castro mm-hmm. of how to form block and things like that. There's no doubt in my mind. I go say, "Hey, Mike, I need you to come down and play four technique this week." And Mike, all right, let's go. Tell me what to do, and yeah. I'm gonna go get it done. And that's just the type of kid he is. And and he's such an unselfish player. You know, he's a receiver, and he's not complaining about balls, and he's not complaining about <laughs> this man. And he's 
He's celebrating it. It's a really cool, cool deal to look out there on defense right now. I see him and his brother man in our core spots and, and, and doing such a great job, man. Talk about his brother a little, obviously, because he's had to fill in for, for Trey Harris and, mm-hmm. yeah. and hasn't skipped a beat. I mean, has done super great out there. So talk a little bit. I mean, I mean he's not necessarily one of the players of the week, but talk about him, again, kind of like that Dylan Brown stepping in as a backup and, and hasn't skipped well, a beat. you know, that position was a battle all, all right. spring and um, into fall camp, and, you know, and <clears throat> for a while there, I don't know who it's going to be and – and, uh, you know, Trey Harris kind of wanted out. And uh, that, that's a tremendous loss to us with, with Trey. Trey's such a great kid. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, Josh um, was ready. I mean, he was in that battle for it. You know, he was neck and neck for that, that spot all year. So when you really look at it, it's, it's not a uh, – it's not a – here's the backup we got to roll with. I mean, that's 1A and 1B right, right there when you look at it. And he just goes in there and out just replaces – Trey and pick six is it so um, well you know, Trey's bro, that's even different because he replaced Brody in that one so I mean now he's playing safety well he he went first okay. and replaced Trey and then Brody got a little banged up there so then we went Bryce who again Bryce right. Martin another guy that was involved with that battle for a corner and so we're like alright well Brody pull Brody because game's in hand. Right. let's move Josh to safety and go go Bryce a corner um, and so Josh is a smart kid, can play both spots, does a tremendous job, you know, and uh, uh, super proud of him. And like I said, he's he's in that, that people don't understand how what kind of battle that was for that corner spot right. coming in and replacing Toby Parker, who you know yeah. never looked like much, but was, <laughs> was like we showed up with Mike and Toby at our corners, and everybody saw we were going <laughs> hit, <laughs> we were going with Toby at the little guy, and, and a, little that might have been the wrong decision, but. Um, that was the big question mark. It was a super battle for it, and, and a lot of those guys got a lot of reps over the spring and, and team camps and seven on sevens, and it wasn't anything about I go, all right, Josh, you're up, man. Let's your turn, and uh, he's took it and run with it, man, and uh, pretty proud of him. So uh, I want to jump back into Mac, right? Okay. One thing you said on the previous podcast is once you coach a kid, they're always your kid, mm-hmm. right? I want to talk to you about you know what it was like going back there last year, the results, the highs and lows, and then uh, you know now coming back. Uh, going there last year, I was glad for that week to be over with. Um, <laughs> you know, that's like everybody, ah, oh, you pumped up, you won. I'm like, I'm just glad it's over with. And there's still uh, some kids on that on that team, on that McCarthy team that that uh, I you know had. Still do uh, have good relationships with, and so that was probably the weirdest thing for me. But first off, you know when when I left and I went in and I told those kids I was leaving, and that was a hard thing to do, and it always is because you get attached to them. I'm not a like I don't care about wins, loss, care about kids, and so you know I told them, and they're like, we understand, coach, and they understood the reasons, and I told them the reasons why I was leaving, and we understand, but we're still gonna whoop your tail on. uh, um, when we play it next year, and I said, well, I expect you to do nothing less than try. So, 100%. And I would be disappointed if, they did. if you didn't. Right. And right. so, I'm where my feet are, and, and my feet were at Elgin. And here's the other thing that adds all into that is I've lived here. I've been here before I lived here. My kids go to school here. I knew so many of these kids when I came back. I knew Shay, I knew Colin, I knew Payne Christian, I knew, and they knew me. Um, And so, which was good for transition because it's like I walked in. I I firmly believe, you know, all kids are the same no matter where you go. And I've been at different places in different situations and scenarios. 
Um, you want kids to play hard for you and you want kids to, to believe in what you're preaching on. They got to trust you. And that's the first thing you got to build a trust. And I felt like when I walked in here, I had instant trust with, yeah. because of the relationships I already had with some of them. We go over there last year, uh, you know, and they got after us offensively. Yeah. Uh, Battle. But we, what you know, sometimes that's where it is. That's always tell them, make them snap, make them snap it again, and, and that's what we did. And, and we we got some stops, and when we needed to, and some turnovers when we needed to, uh, and the game was over, and we won, and it was uh, such a weird feeling for me as a coach <laughs> that I've never felt. And um, because at the same time, I'm ecstatic for our guys; they, they work so hard to win. And at the same time, you know, you got the I see the pain, there, right? some of the relationship with the kids, and. It's obviously always going to be no matter what level, but it was a deal that I came from Mac last year and went to Elgin, and you know both ways, and I, I felt like it was too much about me and and uh, or things made about me and, and not about the game and the kids playing in it, and, and uh, so I was glad that it was over, uh, relieved that it was over, and glad it was over, and uh, and it'll be the same, and I think every year that we go by, and now they're getting yeah. some kids. I, I, I don't think it'll be, know. Yeah, I think it'll be yeah, easier, it'll be a little better, yeah. but. But right now, there's still kids over there that I know that I coached and, and had relationships with. And so, again, it's another week I'm ready to get over with. But I could leave tomorrow, and I'm still going to love Colin Donnelly to death. I'm still going to love Jace Williams to death. I'm going to still leave. Good thing could be a bad thing. And, you know, I mean, they know your tendencies. I mean, how does that kind of play in? I mean, X and O wise, I guess. X and O wise, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. You got to have the Jimmy's Joe's. I mean, yeah. I mean, it ain't nothing that I ain't going to watch and see on film, right. you know, um, as far as. You know, knowing them and, and, and knowing, you know, what they do. And, and I'm sure they've changed everything from what I've known. Uh, <laughs> and they do a good job over there, uh, especially, you know, offensively and defensively. But I'm looking from it, looking at it from an offensive standpoint. Um, you know, they, they do uh, a good job of, of with what they do. So, I don't know that, you know, as the people asked me last year, is there advantage there? I mean, I don't know uh, other than – I've said meetings with them, and yeah. you know, but they've said in meetings with me. So um, I think third, all that's a wash. But on third and eight, you're not sitting there thinking, "Oh, well, in that meeting and third and eight, you're only thinking about your kids and your yeah, yeah, them. yeah." So, and what man, I've seen them do, and, and right. you know, you know, people plan uh, that they think they can win with because I've said in meetings with those, and those guys are good coaches over there. And yeah. I know they know they got a game plan that they think they can win with. And I know that our kids got to be prepared to go try to counter that. And so, and I think that's, you know, I I don't know. Maybe they think I'm not a good coach. I don't know, but I'm sure they're <laughs> saying the same thing. That they, you know, got to have a game plan to, to go be successful with us. Well, I mean, you do that every week, you know. Yeah. But I just know, knowing them, that that they've worked extremely hard uh, to prepare their kids. And and um, I think that they probably know that I've worked extremely hard to prepare our kids. And so, um I think all that stuff washes out. It comes down to, to kids you get out there and making plays or not making plays. Talk a little bit about kind of the perspective of the of our kids this week. I mean, obviously, we're where we thought we would be at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you looked at coming into the season, when you looked at the schedule and you thought with, with the, as many returners that we had, basically returning the whole team and this, that, and the other, uh, we thought we could – possibly be rolling in these last two weeks you know no no disrespect to the previous eight teams that we played but more than likely this is the most talented team that we played to date 
Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, have that. you seen kind of the focus shift? I mean, I know they've done a great job all week and all year, and you guys have done a great job of keeping them focused at the task on hand and the standard is the standard and things like that. But have you seen anything different this week? Just has it ratcheted up a little? Because now we're at the point of the season, I mean, it feels like it just are in the playoffs, but at the end of the day, nobody wants to go to Carl Albert. Nobody, you know, so we want to finish this thing off with a district title and things. So, I mean, this is kind of this is now playoff football, basically. I mean, have you seen any difference in the I kids, mean, or is it just kind of? Man, I think you tell kids a lot of things, and kids will say a lot of things too because <laughs> that's what you preach to them. But at the, at the end of the day. Uh, we're in the exact same position that we felt like we would be in coming to the season. Yep. And that was undefeated um, going into Mac Midwest City, which we thought were the other two top teams in the district. Yeah. Uh, we knew, you know, I mean, it, it, we knew, kids knew, you know, um, that Noble was going to lose a lot. And so um, they were there. We knew El Reno was going to be tough. And like, so kids aren't dumb, and, and we say a lot of things, and so they knew that, but they did a great job of keeping the focus, the focus, and the main thing, the main thing, is what wow. we always say. That's our saying, keep the main thing, the main thing. And they did a great job of doing that, but we all, you know, kids, coaches, everything, knew we were in the position, we were right in the position where we felt like was going to end up. And so uh, they all know that. We, we, we said it at the end of, at the, at, after the game on Friday. It is now playoff football for yeah. us because that's what it is. These next two weeks are going to ter- determine seeding and who you play in the first round of the playoffs. Um, and so, you know, it is playoff football for us. Yeah. And, and that's the way we're looking at it and, and from here on out. You know, and so our kids know that. and We know that as coaches. And, and they, we've got an extremely tough opponent this week that uh, is probably playing some of their best football right now. So, yeah, they, um, I mean that that yeah. Reno win yeah. and the way that they handled Nicholson you know, and things like that. I mean, it was a, was kind of know. a statement because after Midwest City, it was kind of yeah. After Midwest City was really a little actually. Sorry, no, you're fine. <laughs> Midwest City was a little you know okay. Who is this MacArthur team? But then obviously the way that they came out and handled handled. Um, El Reno, I mean, it kind of put things back in perspective of how good they can be and how good they are. Yeah, um, you know, what I'm saying they've got a lot of athletes on the outside, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're good up front too, both both on the offense and defensive line. So I mean, yeah. controlling line scrimmage probably, in my opinion, is going to make or break the game. But that's cliche to a certain degree because it's kind of every week is that that's kind of the way that it goes. But yeah. what are your thoughts on that part, like? Some of the keys and where you think you know the game can turn. Uh, you know, as far as defensively, I mean, we we've got to find a way to get stops and get off the field and uh, not let their tempo affect us. You know, we we do a real good job of um, uh, practicing against their tempo this week, and uh, I think we do a good job of, of simulating that, uh, probably to the degree that it's faster than than what we will see on Friday night. Because, they, yeah, they are snapping it and getting in there and out yeah, super quick. And the thing about it is is this. The, the thing on the tempo is mental. Yeah. And people think it's, oh, getting lined up and getting this. I mean, we've got a plan for handling lined up and things like that. It's, it's mentally um, – it's it's a mental game there. Uh, just you can't get your, rest between you, plays. Well, yeah. you, you can, and there's some space there between plays. Um but you, you've got to get your feet set where you need to be, and and get your feet set, and that's where your rest time is, and then and then you go and you go play. 
Um, it becomes what it's come so fast that you get flabbergasted or you let your mind wander, you know, with it. Uh, that's what we can. We just got to get lined up and, and then it just becomes another football play. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, I think we did a good job of pricing against the tempo. Coach Castro did a great job of giving us a look. I mean, he's, um, you know, it's funny. He's like, I'm the assistant to the defensive coordinator. And he is. <laughs> he does a tremendous job of of the offensive scout team uh, for us and to help the Owls, uh, you know, be successful. So, you know, we got a great look at it, uh, uh, prepared for it. You know, now we'll see, you know, whether we handle it. And I thought we did the same thing last year. At times we let it mentally get to us in that game last year. Um, so I think seeing it last year, yeah. uh, everybody back kind of know what to expect with it. And then practicing this week, you know, uh, I feel I feel really good about it. But it is a is an issue that we got to deal with with their tempo. Um, well, we didn't talk, kind of piggybacking <laughs> off of what you just said. We didn't talk about him much because he wasn't a player of the game or whatever. We talked about the big hit, but having a kid like. Colin out there, he said, Colin gets you in and out of some that you've talked about it on the last podcast we had with you, getting you in and out of some things. Oh. I mean, having a kid like that, that is so not only is he a great player, but I mean, he's a coach on the field. I mean, having him out there in those situations, I mean, talk about what he may have to expect this week. I don't know if it's more on his shoulders or what, what the words are, but I mean, with him being kind of that quarterback of the defense and calling plays and things, I mean, yeah. talk about a little bit about kind of his role in situations like this and in, in game plans like this. Uh, you know, Colin is just, uh, you know, he's an extremely smart football player. He's an extremely good linebacker, maybe one of the best linebackers I've got to be around as a coach. Um, he reminds me a lot of a kid I coached named Eli Rushing at uh, um, Putnam City. Uh, just kind of the same type of player, just really hard-nosed, but really smart and savvy. Um, he has a lot of freedoms out there. Um, I mean, um, he can change some things if, if he feels the need to. We, we talk about those things that he can change and what he can't change. <laughs> um I, and at the end of the day, I'll, I'll live with his decisions because that's how much I trust him. Uh, you know, uh, having a guy like that on a field, you don't always have a guy like that. No. When, when he leaves, I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be Casey Meyer when uh, with Colin leaves. <laughs> but uh, you know, he just he he quarterbacks that thing. Uh, he really does. Um, and uh, you know, I always say our defense going to go how Colin Donnelly goes, yeah. and, and and I believe in that. Uh, not that we don't have a lot of great players on that defense, but man, he he's a he's a special one. Love him to death, and and uh, so glad I got to coach him because it's just been it's been a uh, tremendous to watch him grow. And he's you know he's grown so much from you know a year ago to this year, and uh, I trust him with a lot of things. And so uh, he ain't ever let that trust down, and, yeah. and he ain't ever gonna do it. And he plays to the standard. Yeah, he's definitely going to be instrumental this week, uh, getting getting all that sorted out, and he'll do a good job of that, uh, no doubt about it. Final words. You want to go first or last, Coach Baker? Uh, I don't care. Wherever you want me to go, I'm pretty pretty even. <laughs> I go first. All right. My biggest deal is it's like why not us, man? I see I see the effort the coaches put in. I see the effort the kids put in. And I shouldn't say kid. I should say man. You know what I mean? I should say the yeah, young man. The, the, the young man put in to, to playing the game of football. Why not us? You know what I mean? We we haven't been there yet. The state championship. 
But why on us right now? I need on that. Well, first thing I'm gonna talk about is uh, my, that state championship's first thing from my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, my <laughs> mind solely on uh, a MacArthur team that is uh, really good. Um, they, they've got some special players of their own. Uh, I know they're well coached, um, but um, you know, and so our kids, and so it's going to be. I, I think the atmosphere is just going to yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah, um, it's going to be like as close to a playoff game as you can get without being in the playoffs. Um, as far as atmosphere and the talent of level uh, that you're going to see on both the fields. At the end of the day, uh, win, lose, draw, any of that, man, I, I'm proud. Uh, as anything to coach these kids and, and they, these kids whether they know it or not uh, mean a tremendous amount to me um, and uh, at the end of the day um, wins losses aside you know I can't wait to watch them turn into uh, just a great young man great husbands great fathers and, you know just just great people in general and, and I feel like there's some greatness on that team as far as the end of that and so when I look at it, you know, I've been fortunate. I've got some state championship rings. I got one in football. I've got one in track. I've got one in wrestling. wrestling you know, and so uh, at the end of the day, that all aside, what, what means more to me is is looking back and, and seeing them uh, in the future and what they become. And and um, you know, I'm just I'm I'm blessed to be able to do what I do. And coach coach, I mean, just tremendous kids. And so I'm proud of them, regardless of how it goes. But I know that. Uh, when they go out there, it's going to be no quarter. And uh, you you beat them, you're going to have to beat them. And, uh, I mean, you're going to have to physically go do it. And that's all you can ever ask from, from a group of young men. So we expect to win this one. You know, that's the way that the mindset should be. And that's the, what the standard is going to be if you, like you said, if the time is now, the time is now. So you expect to win these type of games. So let's get it done. Go Owls. Well, Amen. One thing I do know is that uh, – you got two of the best teams in Southwest Oklahoma playing on Friday night. So yeah. I don't know that I do there's not, a, I don't there know there's a higher ticket out. Yeah. There should not be an empty yeah, seat in that state. One thing for certain. And so uh, you got two of the best teams in Southwest Oklahoma playing, and uh, we're going to go do it out and go house for sure. Amen.